Testing, testing. One, two, three, testing. Is this working? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back. You are listening to Handle Your Scandal, the podcast. I'm your host, Mara Watkins. Hope you're doing well. Um, <laughs> me, I'm all right. Definitely could be better, but could be worse. Um, the semester is definitely picking up, and the demands of everything have me stressed out. I was actually way more stressed out last week, like stressed the F out um, and overwhelmed. But I used the steps from episode 17 where I talk about dealing with being overwhelmed and wrote everything down and did all that I needed to do. And it helped me calm down way more than like this week. I'm way more calm than I was last week. I was all over the place last week. So if you haven't listened to that episode, listen to it. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. And yeah, just listen to that if you haven't listened to it already. But I'm excited this week because I'm shooting for my first paid post on Instagram, which is a goal I've had since this summer. If you're listening to this right when it comes out, that post should be up by Thursday or Friday. Um, so yeah, make sure you like it, comment on it, whatever else you need to do, share it. (laughs) I really appreciate it. I'm just super excited about it. And yeah, so that's what's up with me. Last week, I just want to touch, touch on last week again. Last week was really overwhelming with the Breonna Taylor ruling. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that. I mean, how do I say this? I knew it was going to affect me, but I already knew what was going to happen. But just because I expected it didn't mean that I was emotionally ready to deal with it. You know, it's still sad and disappointing, but not surprising. So that was really rough. And then um, later that week on Friday, I had a meeting with my law school clinic And towards the end of it, I just started sobbing when we were talking about trying to do something for Breonna Taylor. I just started sobbing. I thought my mic was muted, but it wasn't. So everybody heard my ugly ass sob on the Zoom call. And they saw me crying, so I didn't care about that. But I definitely didn't want to hear, have them hear me sobbing. So hated that. But, you know, everyone was super comforting and great I just don't like like I don't mind crying in front of people if it's like a little tear or two running down my face but like sobbing there are very few people in this life that have seen me sobbing so that felt a little weird because it's like not even in person (laughs) so I don't know I don't know how to describe that that was just really I felt weird after that I felt kind of embarrassed and I don't really get embarrassed well I wouldn't say embarrassed I just felt like that just wasn't appropriate I don't know but who's to say what's appropriate right our ideals of professionalism are 
based on certain standards that I don't necessarily believe they should be based on, but that's a whole nother topic for another day. So yeah, so I didn't realize it at the time, but I think it was just a combination of things. Um, not only was I disappointed, but not surprised by the ruling in Breonna Taylor's case, but shortly afterwards, the Canadian Keebler elf accused of shooting Megan the Stallion released a whole album and it made people side with him and accuse Megan of lying and calling her a liar and saying he didn't do it and she just made it up and I think that was just really triggering for me and I'm gonna explain why a little more in depth right now. I've never really shared this anywhere else like publicly on any platform that I have not really with friends either, except a few close friends, maybe if they remember. Um, maybe not. <laughs> it was when I was younger, younger. Like, I don't even think I was 18 yet. And if I was 18, it was like freshly 18, maybe 19. But I've been in relationships with men, or I've had relationships with men, not even necessarily like boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, could have been exes, could have been friends that were almost maybe more, you know, you know, the spectrum of relationships. Um, and um, I've been in relationships with men that have led to violence against me. I do want to clarify that wasn't with my high school sweetheart. <laughs> that was a longer relationship and while it wasn't perfect, because, <laughs> you know, we're young and dumb, um, it wasn't violent. So I just want to clarify that because that's like the only main relationship people know from when I was a teenager. So yeah. Seeing so many people basically call Megan the Stallion a liar was just triggering for me. Um, she just released so much evidence um, about her actually getting shot and people are trying to say she was never shot. And if she was shot... Um, Tori didn't do it and she's lying she's lying she's a liar and it just really upset me not gonna lie and I guess I didn't realize that it was a trigger until well I might have realized it I think at some point I tweeted last night was really triggering tbh or something like that so I think after I reflected on it I realized it was triggering um but it was just like literally the Breonna Taylor ruling happened and people are talking about black women deserve better, protect black women, blah, say blah. And it's like you can't even keep up the charade for a full 24 hours. Like all this little elf has to do is release an album and you guys don't care. Like she said he shot her and I know none of us were there so we really don't know and I'm not a mathematician but if four people were there allegedly and one's her best friend one's her one's him and one's his bodyguard um yeah I don't know allegedly I'm gonna just say allegedly to cover my ass but um take from that what you will it just 
really upset me because like I've mentioned already before I don't feel like black women are really protected in society um Malcolm X said the most disrespected person is the black woman I think that's true and if you want to add in other um identities to that it gets even worse so if we have lesbians or transgendered women um it's worse but you know at the base black women are disrespected and not protected in society and i think people take that as an attack on their own self but yeah it's just it's the truth um that's been my experience not to say i haven't had great romantic partners but i've also been in situations where i didn't feel protected as a black woman by society so i say all that to say that that was just a really triggering situation for me and i thought my sobbing was about brianna but after some reflection i realized that it was just a collection of everything like the ruling and the other black women we've lost to police brutality who kind of get swept under the rug compared to their male counterparts um black women never being believed when we say someone has harmed us and everyone needing a thousand plus pages of proof um and just taking men who commit violence who allegedly excuse me he has not been convicted of anything so let me be correct who allegedly commit violence against us um being believed and people are like oh he hasn't had his day in court he's not technically guilty but it's like this is the same system y'all talk about that we can't trust like the police officers who be killing people are found not guilty in court so that's y'all's argument when that happens I don't know I did not even plan to go this in depth (laughs) into that issue um so I just say all that to say I was triggered and I didn't really know how to deal with that um so I guess I started sobbing on a zoom call and because I was triggered um at some point I asked my Instagram followers I said how do you deal with being triggered because I don't really have anything set for when I feel triggered I don't really have like a management for that so i got some good answers someone said they nap and then if they're super upset they clean someone else said they take deep breaths and give themselves space to feel what they're feeling and someone else said they stop what they're doing and go for some fresh air or for a walk so i thought those were all great suggestions um i really liked them all actually for me Cleaning is more something I do when I'm super stressed and I feel like I need to declutter my environment. I never really thought about doing it for when I'm triggered. Um, So that's interesting. Um, I would say that I'm pretty decent at stress management, but I feel like being triggered is something different than stress management, although you're certainly stressed when you're triggered. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, so don't take this as advice in that regard. I'm just working through my own dealing with being stressed versus being triggered. Um, So yeah, I never thought to clean. Maybe take a nap. Taking a nap, I feel like, is just always a good idea. Whether you're triggered, stressed, 
hungry, tired. Well, maybe not hungry. Maybe if you're hungry, you should eat. But yeah, I just, I love a good nap. A good 15 minute power nap makes me feel like a new person. So maybe I might add that to my management for being triggered. I definitely nap when I'm stressed. Um, I think maybe I hadn't given myself the chance to feel those feelings when everything was happening on Twitter with the whole Megan Thee Stallion situation. I think I was just angry. And, you know, anger is usually a secondary emotion for something else. Um, I don't have a citation for that. Sorry. But I've been told that in an emotional awareness training before when I was an undergrad. So I believe it. I just was angry. I didn't really sit with the feelings of like feeling hurt. I think that was the emotion I felt. I felt hurt. I felt like people were being fraudulent. Like, don't say protect black women in one breath and then accuse a black woman of lying about violence against her. Like, if people want to just not say anything because they feel like they need to hear both sides or whatever people say that also people use when there's violence committed against black people, you know, people on the internet always say, well, we need to hear both sides or what happened before this video. Hmm, interesting. Um, but if people wanted to hear both sides, whatever, but it's like, I don't know, I just feel like it was just, it's just deeper than the situation, right? Like most things in life, it's deeper than the situation. So when you are saying you don't believe a black woman speak on her experience with violence, I feel like you could be communicating to other black women who maybe have experienced something similar that you won't believe them either. You shouldn't have to have a personal connection to someone to believe them if they say someone has been violent against them. I mean, people say, you know, people lie, man or woman, people lie, and people, there's false accusations, but I don't know, I feel like that number is way lower than the awful truth that a lot of women experience violence from partners or friends. Um, so yeah, that's just how I felt about that. Um, I need to give myself space to feel what I feel. Because a lot of stuff that I've dealt with in life, like the situation I'm speaking on with men who have been violent against me, I kind of just suppress it. I don't really deal with it. I don't think, like I said, I haven't really talked about it with anyone past the time that it happened. So I think I just need to give myself space to deal with that. Um, I did actually get a call from my therapist. I think somebody at counseling gave me a call today and left a voicemail. I haven't listened to it yet. But maybe I need to start going back to that because I haven't been to that since spring semester. So point of this is to say is that it's really important to recognize when you've been triggered and having something in place to deal with those triggers. And I'm still in the process of figuring out what that looks like for me. So if you're like me and you don't have a process for that, I think you should work on developing one so that you don't end up sobbing on a Zoom call with all your colleagues. Which, I mean, it's okay to sob in front of your colleagues, but, you know, sometimes you just don't want to do that. Like, if you can prevent that, <laughs> if you can prevent that, then I would recommend that. So, yeah, um, that's just what happened with that. Shout out to Vanessa Alpha from episode 5 and... Jessica, aka Jellybean, 
for giving me suggestions for how they deal with being triggered. I appreciate you all and I'm going to try to figure it out for myself. So another thing I was stressed out about or has been causing me emotional stress is the comparison game. And hear me out. I try not to compare myself to others because, you know, comparison is a thief of joy, right? But when it comes to law school, sometimes that's harder to do, especially as I'm finishing up my law school experience. And everybody, not everybody, I'm being super dramatic, but you know, some people already have their post-grad jobs lined up and then there's me, (laughs) then there's me who is freaking the hell out, (laughs) freaking the hell out about what I'm going to do and still kind of figuring out which route I want to take for my career yeah (laughs) yikes.com it's too much it's it's too much um i also already mentioned how stressful um this point of the semester is and how everything's picking up and before i know it i'll be blinking and it'll be may and yeah it's just a lot and you know i don't want to compare myself to others but i kind of sometimes feel like I should be figuring this out already. And I've already talked about how I don't like shoulds, but this is just me being very honest. Um, Sometimes I get caught up in that. So if you're like me and find yourself struggling with the comparison game sometimes, here are some things I try to do when I find myself having these feelings. The first thing I ask myself is, did you do the work they did to get where they are? And if the answer is no, then duh, that's why you ain't there. (laughs) No, but I'm being, I'm trying to be super serious, but no, like for real. Um, I know personally, I have not taken the steps needed to secure a post-grad job this early in the semester. So to compare myself to people who obviously did take those steps is ridiculous and I can't beat myself up about it because it's already done and just because you don't have a job at this moment in time doesn't mean I won't get a postgrad job by May like it's still September but they did the work they needed to do to secure the bag early and I'm happy for them truly I am like I'm not a jealous person um it just motivates me to step my shit up basically and then if you did Well, this is not applicable to me, but if it's applicable to you, if you did do the work they needed to do and you still aren't having those results, that's also okay. Um, I tell people all the time, what's meant for you is yours. It will be there. Um, Nobody can ever take your job, right? Like if they have the job, it's their job. And maybe there's a better job on the horizon for you. Even if you don't feel like it's fair. um, Do you want to work somewhere that's not fair? (laughs) Right? I don't know. I just feel like what's meant for you is for you. And nobody else can take it. 
and hopefully there are better things on the horizon i believe there will be and yeah so that's the first question you need to ask yourself did you do the work they did to get where they are if no that's why you're not there and if yes what's meant for you will be yours eventually another thing to keep in mind i guess it's not really a question but another thing to keep in mind is you don't know the whole story of how they got there you know everything we see on social media is a highlight reel even the super honest stuff that people share it's still what they want you to see right like you will never know someone's entire whole story um of what they went through so people like you only know what people want you to know so you can't judge yourself based on their wins when you don't know what they had to lose i think i read this quote once and it was like don't compare yourself to someone's winning season when you don't know what they lost during their losing season and man that is the truth like for myself i remember i got a full tuition scholarship to law school and literally a month or so later my nana died and it's like people from the outside maybe were like oh my gosh you got a full tuition scholarship i need to be like her wow everything comes so easy to her and it's like nah like i'm going the fuck through it in other areas so it's like you never want to be um comparing yourself to other people or jealous of other people because you really don't know what else they have going on that maybe you don't want if that makes sense just keep that in mind um one last thing to keep in mind is just do the work necessary and your time is coming i truly believe that if you work hard do what you need to do even if it's not the most perfect thing that you thought you wanted what is meant for you will show up and it might even be better than what you thought you wanted you know what i mean so those are things that i try to keep in mind when i find myself feeling some type of way or comparing myself to other people um everything i've had in life so far i think was truly meant for me and i think it unfolded in the time that it needed to unfold so that's something i keep in mind when i find myself wanting to compare myself to other people who are successful so that's what i wanted to talk about this week is just having a plan to deal with triggers and you know triggers are different there are different types of triggers so i'm trying to have a plan to deal with the different type of triggers that you can experience and then also not comparing myself to other people as i'm on this law school journey or professional journey or any other journey really it could be the same for fitness journey or a um influencer journey whatever have you you know just don't compare yourself to other people on their journeys because you don't know what they had to go through to get where they are and you know you shouldn't be envious of other people it's not a good look you don't want to do it all right i think i'm gonna wrap this one up so thank you all for tuning in and listening to me just vent about some things going on and sharing a lot about my own life right now i appreciate you all make sure you follow me on instagram at musings of mara if you want to keep 
up to date on my Instagram influencer aspirations <laughs> and everything I got going on over there. Also follow the podcast at Handle Your Scandal Pod, um, where you can you know keep up with the podcast and also leave a review if you haven't already. Please, please, please leave a review. That's how you get more eyes on the podcast. Apple Podcast really favors podcasts with a lot of reviews. So give me some stars and a review. I will really appreciate it so much. <laughs> so yeah, thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your week and make sure to handle your scandal.